I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy news update for Friday, October 21st. Two people are already expressing an interest in running for the Quincy Ward 4 City Council seat that will be vacated when Brian Palmucci resigns to become a district court judge. Joel Bonaventura of Common Street and Matthew Lyons of Willard Street have established campaign committees in recent weeks. Palmucci will be stepping down after being appointed this week to be a district court judge. City Clerk Nicole Crispo says nomination papers will likely be available around November 1st. Candidates would be required to obtain signatures from 50 registered voters. And a preliminary election, if needed, would be held in mid-January with the final in mid-February. The winner will serve out the remainder of Palmucci's term and could then run for the full two-year term in next fall's city election. Palmucci has served as Ward 4 Councilor for 12 years. Early voting for the November 8th state election begins tomorrow. And here in Quincy, early voting will take place this weekend at City Hall from 8.30 to 2.30. Then next Monday through Friday at City Hall from 8.30 to 4.30. Next weekend at North Quincy High School from 8.30 to 2.30. And the following week at City Hall from 8.30 to 4.30. The last day to register to vote in the November 8th election is October 29th. Quincy City Hall will be open from 8.30 to 5 that day. A new five-story, 46-unit apartment building will be going up at the corner of Furnacebrook Parkway and Copeland Street in Quincy. Planning Board approved the project proposed by Robert Beneers. The new building will replace Beacon Sporting Goods, which Beneers owns, and two houses. Parking would be on the first two floors of the new building. There would be 102 parking spaces. A Quincy man facing charges for having a loaded gun in his car. Police stopped 44-year-old Maurice Milligan for speeding on Quincy Shore Drive Wednesday and found a loaded 38 caliber handgun in the vehicle. Police say there was one round in the gun's chamber and nine in the magazine. Police say Milligan does not have a license to carry a firearm and was driving without a valid driver's license. He faces charges in Quincy District Court. The enormous challenges at the MBTA fall squarely with the system's top managers. And it's up to the next Massachusetts governor to fix the situation, according to Senator Elizabeth Warren. Warren said a lack of accountability for top brass at the T and the Department of Public Utilities, which oversees T safety, is the biggest roadblock to improving the T. It's up to the next governor to change that, she said. In a Senate hearing in Boston last week, Warren and Senator Ed Markey took T officials to task, highlighting the agency's leadership and safety shortcomings. Warren said that the T is responsible for more than a third of all the light rail accidents and more than 90% of all personal injuries across the country. In that highly critical report on T-safety, the Federal Transit Administration estimated the transit system might be short 1,500 to 2,000 workers. Warren said there's no doubt the T needs more resources, but emphasized the agency has already received the resources it needs to make improvements. Commuters taking the red line yesterday morning faced delays and a switch to shuttle buses as work that was done overnight on the line wasn't finished on time. 
First update came about 5.30 yesterday morning when the T dispatched shuttle buses. Buses first started running between Harvard Station and Alewife, but were switched to run from Broadway to Alewife less than an hour later. Service resumed shortly thereafter, but commuters were advised service was to continue with delays. After less than an hour, the T posted that the delays could be as long as 20 minutes due to the same maintenance work that was unfinished. Caused confusion among commuters who expressed themselves on social media, some people asking if there were any red line trains running at all. Regular service resumed about 9.30 yesterday morning. The man convicted of killing two doctors at a South Boston condo will spend the rest of his life in prison. The Supreme Court upheld the murder conviction of Bompuman Texera. He was convicted of murdering Dr. Richard Field and his fiancée, Dr. Lena Balanos. They were stabbed to death inside their South Boston penthouse May 5th of 2017. Texera will not get a new trial must continue serving a sentence of life without the possibility of parole. A strike that lasted 20 days ended yesterday when union members in Massachusetts voted overwhelmingly to accept a new five-year agreement with a wholesale food distribution company. More than 300 Teamsters with Local 653 walked off the job at Cisco Boston in Plimpton on October 1st, just after their contract ended. Their picket line was often crowded and noisy early Monday morning when more than 400 union members had gathered outside the business on Spring Street. Police said the group became rowdy. Ultimately, officers made several arrests on charges including disorderly conduct and assault and battery. In a statement yesterday, the Teamsters said their members voted 215 to 2 in favor of the new agreement. They say the deal included an $11 per hour raise over five years, starting with $5 in year one. The union said they also want to improve retirement benefits, overtime improvements, and MLK Day as a paid holiday. Members of the Ukrainian national team arriving at the Charles River for rowing practice yesterday ahead of the head of the Charles Regatta in Boston and Cambridge. The world-renowned annual competition, which begins today and lasts until Sunday, will feature about two dozen Ukrainian athletes, many of whom were in their native country when the Russia-Ukraine war started in February. The head of the Charles Regatta, a beloved Boston tradition, is bringing together athletes from all over the globe and educating them and spectators on sustainability. The Ukrainian national team will compete both Saturday and Sunday. Check of business news. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 124. NASDAQ dropped 108. The S&P fell 23. Asian stocks are also down. The dollar is up. The euro is flat. Oil at $84 a barrel. Sports Bruins beat the Ducks 2-1 in a shootout. They will host the Minnesota Wild tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. The Celtics are in Miami tonight at 7.30. Forecast from the National Weather Service today, mostly sunny, high 62. For tonight, clear, low 37. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high of 69. Sunday, some afternoon rain, high of 62. Showers Monday, high 62. For the boater, waves about a foot and light southwest wind, high tide right after 9 a.m. Sunrise, 7.03, set 5.52. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, October 21st.